0: cardo all right everyone welcome to a brand new edition of the swift kicks podcast before we get started you are formally invited to smash that like button hit that share button and uh give it to anybody that you know who loves the beautiful game we want them to listen we want them to hear all of our wonderful amazing trash takes that we have throughout the podcast i'm alex with me as always are steve and ben ben let's start with you you're man united finally uh knocking out man city and their 20 game win streak but do they have even a hint of a chance of winning the premier league
1: you know i want to be a little more mindful and enjoy this moment while we have it because i don't think the rest of the season is going to look great for united but you know it was a good game today i think united were the better team um i think really the back four kept them together do i think we can catch man city probably not but you know you know maybe this one loss kind of sets city down a, a a negative spree if you will and makes it interesting for the fans but truthfully pr- probably not right <laughs> i think united have um a lot of positives coming away from today they've continued their form again I- i've said that united have been playing well they just don't have that like special dazzling piece that you know city had uh obviously not today you know they're not scoring five or six goals every game and they're mm-hmm. you know winning or drawing but they're undefeated on the road and who knows how long Really beating a a big six team and scoring against the big six team for the first time in like 10 hours is pretty impressive. Um, What do you guys think? You think United got a shot? Nah, I don't (laughs) think so. (laughs) I
2: mean, if we're just just being realistic, I mean, there's 28, 28 games played. There's 10 more to play. Uh, You have an 11 point gap. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how Manchester city responds to a loss that does break this winning streak. Sometimes a loss can shake a team and it's a testament to like how 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 strongly are based on how fast they respond or can shake that off and move on to the next one who knows maybe for some reason this could trip them up a little bit i don't
1: think so i don't see why that should it should but who knows um, i think i think city so we got like 10 games left right 38 games in a premier league season yeah. i think city do have three losable games potentially four they have Leicester coming up April 3rd, but Mm. then they have back-to-back. It goes Tottenham, Crystal Palace, and Chelsea. Tottenham, in their current form, could take some points. Villa are right before Tottenham. They could take some points. So, to be fair, you know, City are going to have to win it, but it's theirs to lose. Yeah, and maybe that underdog, not
2: necessarily underdog, but, like, I think everyone's kind of ruled out on win the league. Maybe that will, like... Be put themselves in like an environment where it's not a whole lot of stress or like you know a lot of pressure to try and win the league because like everyone expects City to win it. Yeah, let's just see what we can do. Type of thing, you know what I mean? And that applies to like that applies to Leicester as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see for City more so, I think, uh, what this loss does for going forward with the Champions League. You know, now are, are some of these teams looking at them going, okay, they are beatable. Uh, you know, if we have a high-caliber team and we play a certain style, you know, I think it was very uncharacteristic of them, the way that they, especially, they came out uh, today. They looked very sloppy and just, you know, weren't really firing on all cylinders. Um, but I guess after 20, you know, games of perfection almost you kind of expect them to so i guess they're allowed one day off but uh i think that you know it's how that team gets themselves back together and and pushes forward i did hear something today where it was like i think 15 squad players for man city have scored goals they've been really spreading the wealth Um, holy smokes yeah so you know it's Pep's got, you know, like a wealth of, of players. If, if somebody wasn't playing really well today or whatever, you know, you could just swap them out for midweek or whatever the next game going forward is. And it it seems that they, they all know the system really well. And it, maybe it was just that group of players today just didn't click. Um, two players that are clicking, Tottenham's Harry Kane and uh, Son, they have now broken a 25-year record for the most goals combination in a single season in the premier league. So hmm. Ben, I'll go to you because you're a bit of a Harry Kane hater, but does he need <laughs> Son to be as prolific as he is, or do you think he could do it by himself or with anybody else?
1: I think he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think for this, keep in mind, I'm a Fernandez guy, right? right. I think right. Uh, when you look at records, I think you should take PKs out of it. Um, just because you should make a PK every time. And I don't think Harry Kane's record would be anywhere near that. Like, I don't believe his goals are all from open play, but it is pretty impressive to see the two of them do it. And I think, you know, you talk about two players, really Tottenham have three players firing on all cylinders right now. Gareth Bale had another brace, you know, like um, I think Tottenham are going to finish the season strong. Um, Does that cement Jose Mourinho's place in you guys' mind as, as safe for another season?
0: It depends on how long this continues. If he, he, you know, picks them up from whatever lull they've just had, and you know, finishes the season strong, absolutely. Uh, but you know, one or two games isn't going to save him. I think he needs to string them together and you know, come into the the summer period and really have a, a strong footing with the team.
2: This is Jose's second full season. Is that right? Yeah. Do I
1: have my okay? Uh... For me, it's if he gets back into Europe. Right, like he is mm-hmm. positioned to get into fourth place. Uh he's got you know a game in hand on on Leicester, so they do that. They're still five points behind him, but they'll ca- they mm-hmm. should catch Chelsea and Everton, no problem. Um, that being said, Everton have two games in hand. Yeah, um oh, wow. I think United have a bit of a goalkeeper problem going on. Um, you know, De Gea just had a baby and went home for that. And I don't think Dean Henderson is nearly the same quality as, as De Gea. And there's, you know, rumors going around with that of him being linked to leaving. I don't see him as a uh, someone that's just going to jump ship. I could see him return into Spain at some point, but I don't think it's time yet. I think De Gea is someone United got a kind of treasure because he is special. Yeah.
0: Did uh, De Gea catch the baby? Was it a safe save? I heard it slipped through his legs. Ooh unfortunately (laughs) butterfingers good thing it wasn't fabian (laughs) Bartez.
1: i know he was halfway up the pitch
0: (laughs) i love it um let's talk about the other sort of big story is liverpool's slide just continues uh what are they lost six at home now in in a row fallen yeah i mean it's just they're basically falling down into mid-table status and i think when you look at the table You know, Liverpool are now in eighth place. Okay, they're still pretty close points wise to, you know, being in that European uh, top four, top five, even if you want to go to Europa League. But. Is there a conversation? Are they going to make it, Steve? Do you think they'll make it in? What if Jurgen
2: Klopp just tanks the remaining 10 games this season and in some crazy spectacular fashion gets fired and then Steven Jarre takes the job? That'd be wild. (laughs) Thank you. Your wishful thinking there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not not hoping. I'm not hoping or hoping that would happen. But do you think? Are you Jurgen? Do you think Jurgen Klopp has the potential to get fired this uh, summer?
1: I think it's on Klopp to resign. I don't Mm -hmm. see them firing him one year after. Yeah, winning the Premier League with what happened. I think he's on the hot seat from day one next year. Yeah, I mean
0: he's six points above uh, Arsenal right now, (laughs) and Arsenal has a game in hand. If Arsenal finishes above Liverpool, (laughs) but Villa
1: and West Ham, Villa and West Ham have a game in hand against uh, Liverpool, so I think they're really in ninth place. And you know, Arteta at least has been improving as the year's gone on to kind of climb into the place they're in, which kind of saves your job a little bit there. But Klopp just seems to be falling further and further and further down. Um, you know what was awesome this weekend is seeing Brighton up one nil against Leicester in like the seven. Oh, I was so scared. Yeah, so I just was like, you know what? I'm putting a tenor on Leicester, that <laughs> back and let it rain. And it was awesome. Um Brighton absolutely bottled it. Lester secured themselves three points late in that game, and I just remember sitting there being like, that's the right thing to do. When yep. in doubt, trust uh Stevie's Lester. Um <laughs> But Brendan Brandon
2: uh, Rodgers knows what he's doing. Okay, as we, I, rate, I rate him.
1: As we kind of just look at the table a little bit more, um, Alex, I'm going to ask you the question. Uh, Newcastle, are we happy with uh, Steve Bruce's performance? Because in the press, it sounds like he is.
0: Yeah. So he said <laughs> uh, the game against West Brom, which was a nil-nil uh, snooze fest. Uh, I'm quite thankful that I didn't wake up early enough to watch the entire thing um, and watch most of it via highlights, if you can call it that. Uh, But he said that it wasn't a must win game. Keep in mind, we're in 16th place, you know, Fulham bearing down on us and uh, we should be happy with taking away a point here. This is the game that we should have been happy with winning and we should have been going into that game with the mentality that we needed to win. And that is the problem. They're in with the entire Newcastle United system right now. I don't even think it's a Steve Bruce problem. I think it's the entire corporation. System?
1: You think the Premier League's the problem? No. Somehow
0: it's, <laughs> Somehow <laughs> it's the the, Premier man- Le- the
1: man's the problem.
2: Yeah.
0: A little bit the Premier League's fault because they didn't let us get bought out and they hopefully would have uh, fired Steve Bruce immediately. But uh, Yo, just... Maybe the-
1: Steve-, Steve Bruce just has the best emotional intelligence in the league. The dude's so calm. He has zero fear of losing his job. Does not care. Goes <laughs> into it. Is like, yeah, man. I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal? We'll play again next weekend. It'll be all right. right. All right I mean,
0: get. I'm starting to buy into your thought, Ben, that the club just will not get rid of him this season, no matter what. Like they've probably told him, you know, you're here till the end. Uh, do what you can, and what he can is nothing. I mean, the the formation that we put forward today was horrendous, and. You just all you have to do is compare and contrast. So we're we're basically trying to fight off Fulham right now, uh, who beat Liverpool. They walked in to Liverpool, you know, holding reigning champions of the Premier League with the mentality that we can win. And we walked in to 19th place West Bromwich Albion thinking, want to come away with a point here? That'll be good. So if we can't mentally be prepared to beat the 19th place team, how are we going to do that against anybody else?
1: Because you've saved your energy. You clearly aren't wasting
0: energy against West Brom. Tactics, man. It's tactics. Yeah. The guy doesn't believe in tactics. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what ridiculous. also is his tactics is being in a three-team race for the bottom three. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's bad. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, I am think- I mean, happy to see that pretty much everybody from probably Crystal Palace down, you know, we're, we're all in this together. <laughs> it's all just going to be slogging it out to the final match and sort of ironically newcastle having to play fulham is the last game i think that'll be the showdown of the season the game in hand really saved yeah. you guys yeah, i hope so i hope so but if we continue <laughs> to play that way you one know, would think game in hand doesn't matter <laughs> that's one more game for steve
1: bruce to lose <laughs> right.
0: exactly and then there's all this stuff you know like from over the week about uh steve bruce um we talked about how uh, against against Wolves when Wolves scored an equalizer. Uh, Steve Bruce was basically blaming Matt Ritchie for coming on the pitch and not disseminating his tactics that he doesn't believe in uh, quick enough to everybody. And apparently there was a whole dust up at the training ground over the weekend or over the week, uh, Matt Ritchie, you know, yelling at Bruce, telling him, you know, you haven't done F all for me, you know, in my t- entire career, like you don't know what you're doing. Uh, and, you know, all of this just doesn't, uh, get blown up or played out and and i think there's a lot of frustration amongst newcastle fans just because a lot you know and i think with any team when uh something's going wrong the best place to make that you know concerned known is at the at the ground you know on a sunday or saturday and they're just not able to do that so it's sort of you know steve bruce has uh probably loved coronavirus because he's gotten away with murder
1: oh wow. shots, so that's fired yeah. hey it's at the uh, at the training ground, do you think when it, who was it? Who was giving him a hard time?
0: Matt Ritchie, one of our midfielders.
1: Matt, so so Matt Ritchie's absolutely undressing him, Give him the hair dryer treatment. Steve Bruce, do you think he said thank you? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Matt Ritchie. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate the uh, the good attitude, but <laughs> hey, maybe next year. What <laughs> is God, this Steve? energy
0: and effort? We don't want any of that oh. here.
1: <laughs> He's so like, whoa, we're all ele. Have you guys seen a uh, semi pro with Will Ferrell? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you got That's Steve Bruce as a coach.
0: Exactly.
1: ELE, he's going to trade Richie for a dryer. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's no chance at all. Um, I think we need to do a brief moment of silence for Steve today because, um, you know, as we travel further North, it's clearly evident that Steve is binge drinking and eating all the chocolate in the world. Like he's been dumped and he's 16 years old. I hear Taylor Swift playing in the background Steve, what's uh what's on your mind? They've the inevitable has happened. Mathematically, it is
2: now impossible for anyone to win the league other than Rangers. Uh they needed a win this weekend and they got that against St. Marin 3-0. And Celtic needed to not drop points, basically. And uh we tied, I believe it was well, doesn't even matter now, does it? So <laughs> they've they've won it. And honestly, knowing they were going to win it and everyone knew that they were going to be winning it this was probably the best way to do it because if we had won it would have prolonged the inevitable and you know what the next game would have been old firm at parkhead
0: and yeah that's them, the last place you want to lose <laughs> for them
2: for that mob to come and win it there i i mean this alone makes me feel ill but that i don't know i don't know how i would have uh coped with that to be honest but their form has been absolutely unreal. I mean, if you've been keeping up to tabs with either us or even just the premiership in general, um, Rangers have not dropped uh, or have not, I'm sorry have not lost a game this season. Uh, they've played 32 games and have drawn four, won the rest. Uh, they've conceded nine goals. Nine. Wow. We're not even in double digits yet. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, it's just good. It's, just, it's good on them. I mean, first, uh, depending on who you ask, you could say that that's their first title or that's their 55th title. I'm going to go with
1: their first. Um, <laughs> I don't understand because Rangers have more titles than Celtic. So the story behind it is when Rangers
2: folded uh, at their own doing in 2012, when they folded financially and filed for bankruptcy, the only way to be able to not be 100% dead and buried is if they basically like changed, changed their company, the organization as Rangers, they switched hands and went under a new name. I believe the first name was something like the Rangers football club and the new name was like Rangers FC, something like that, kind of disguising that very under, under the table. So the way, so they were able to survive and not pay back on the millions in taxes that they owed to the queen, not pay back on all the businesses that they owed and were able to proceed further. Although they did have to go to the fourth division in Scottish football and work their way back up from there. But that is how Rangers still exist today. So under the new name and new club, uh, that is Rangers FC, um, in the nine seasons they've been around, this is the first time they've won it. And uh, that's how people, you'll see a lot of uh, pro-Celtic uh, pro uh, people out there saying that they've won it for the first time. Whereas Rangers on the other side will say that this is their fifty-fifth title. Um, if it, is, if you do indeed uh, take it as the fifty-fifth title, this prolongs their already world record of being the team to have the most, but domestic title wins at fifty-five. If if that's what you uh, are going with, you're wrong. But if that's what you choose to believe, okay. Um, which is, I mean, that's that's uh, that's quite the feat. But it's. Uh... It's a sad. It's funny because I knew this was happening. Right. But it doesn't make it sting less. We've, like, we've, we've lost, you know, we've conceded titles before, and it's been a long time since we've done it nine years, well, 10, I suppose. But it just, uh, just to go out in the fashion that it happened in is what really makes it. It wasn't like a nail biter, you know, down to the very last match, something like that, close on points. It was a,
1: a, That makes it easier though, right? Like not being funny, United being 11 points off the top is much better than me thinking we're three points off or three points off or three points off and then still being disappointed. I I mean, I suppose pain is pain no matter which way you dice it, but it's
2: just to like, just to see how the team buckled and we can, I mean, I've talked about it in previous episodes. I could talk about it for five more episodes I could fill up a whole episode about this, but just uh, the, the different, the, 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 all the red flags that we had and all of the things that we failed to address throughout the season is just,
1: has resulted in this. I think it's and- important for all the fans to get a visual of what actually is happening right now. Steve is sat in a dark room looking out a window, listening to set. Morissette. Um, <laughs> you know, Steve, we've all been there, man. I'm sorry. It's your turn. Um, yeah. I'm grateful it's not my turn. And if anything, at least you're not getting relegated out of the Premier League because Alex is walking the fine That's line true. there. That's yeah. true. Um, all, all good things do, must come to an end, I, I do think, though, for Rangers, they're positioned really well for Europe now, right? Europa yeah. League is continuing. They need no points back home. They don't even need to win another game. Yeah. They really can put out you know, the yeah. reserves and focus on Europe only. Their next match is round of 16
2: against Slavia Prague. Uh, well, United drew who again?
1: AC Milan the because they want to sell tickets. That's exactly. ridiculous. <laughs> that's Thursday, right? Like, I don't, I don't like our odds there. Actually. I think we just gave it all in this game. You got Rashford nursing an injury. You got a, a couple other players banged up. Luke Shaw's fitness is questionable Passed a fitness test going into the, the game. They almost didn't let him play. Um, I think Europa League is kind of out of the question. But I think, you know, going back to the prem and really Man United, Man City, because that's take that opportunity to transition is uh, the reason I felt that United were a decent trash take over City is City really don't have anything to gain by other than, you know, another three points, right? Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have made them mathematically safe. It wouldn't have won the title for them. It would have been a nice notch on a belt, but really they don't gain anything. They don't need to win. United need to win. Uh, they've got more to prove. Um, and I think that's what we saw today. I think, you know, we know Sheffield are out. I think West Brom are probably out. And I think um, big Sam the top, the, I'm top 10, big Sam. the top ten could change in the next two to three weeks drastically, right? Yeah. No one's really safe.
0: Yeah. I just want to go back to Scotland really quick. Maybe, 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 maybe I'll, I'll,
1: why would anyone want to go back? (laughs)
0: I'll pose it to Ben just to uh, save the sorrows of Steve. But uh, let's talk about the gamble that Rangers took on Steven Gerrard, you know, a totally unknown entity in the world of coaching. Everybody knows who he was as a player, Uh, but, you know, really untested and look what he's done, you know, albeit at, at Steve's expense, but look what he has done
1: from one Steve to another. (laughs) <laughs> right now it's it is quite impressive and like and in fairness you got lampard which is a pretty good parallel to kind of draw a line of where they're at in their careers they retired pretty close together both started their uh coaching careers you know hand in hand i do think rangers would be a top 10 team in the premier league nothing more than that yeah. so wow. europa is a uh real test to see if they can make it into like the semis at least to be considered a powerhouse so like I don't know how Lampard would have fared over in Scotland, but he's got some good systems. We talked briefly about some of the uh, AI they brought in to manage injuries. That's um, been consistent with other teams that have taken the AI into the system, their system as well. But he's definitely uh, revitalized a pretty good Rangers squad and, and put them in a position to keep playing after the season's over overseas.
2: Right. He's got. He's probably like one of those few people that that maybe this is just my perception of him. But there's some players that kind of have like a bit of an aura about them. Um, it, like, I felt the same way with, with Zidane. Like when Zidane became manager of like Real Madrid and like, you know, it, was, it felt like some of that success was almost like, uh, obviously, ta- you know, tactics, preparation, all, the, all of this stuff, but it, it almost seemed like, like almost like a destiny kind of thing um with with Steven Gerrard it's kind of like you know he's such a stoic player it almost would seem naturally that, that would carry over into a managerial career obviously it doesn't translate for everybody I understand that but it just seems that like if you tell me like right Steven Gerrard is like, like a, a good would be a good manager and, and, and I mean he's only been there for three seasons and he's managed Rangers so it's not like he's not truly truly tested himself but it's I guess the, it just doesn't completely shock me that you're telling me that like that you would tell me Steven John is going to be, this proved to be a very good manager. Do
0: you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You just, uh, you know, you talk about people that have knowledge of the game as well. And by the time you're a Premier League player, hopefully you have a knowledge of the game and understanding yeah. of like tactics and things like that. But, you know, he was always somebody that was, um, he was never very uh, outspoken During his playing career, he's very quiet. You could see him being a little bit more methodical and thinking about things that are coming down the line for him personally, as well as for whatever teams he's, you know, Liverpool, uh, England. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, to to see that he is successful is a good. Sorry, Steve, (laughs) but he's definitely now a hot commodity as well, right? Like, I I think any uh, any opening spot that's in the Premier League or anywhere like that, like he has to be thrown into the conversation I mean it's it's kind of funny to think I can play this what if game with you Steve you know Rangers were they were thinking of uh Neil Warnock of being their manager instead of Steven Gerrard there you know they were on the short list together and it's like what could have been (laughs) you know maybe maybe this season wouldn't have turned out the way it did but uh yeah it's good to see Gerrard you know getting up there but you could absolutely like you guys were saying you know you can see sort of from his past, why his yeah. future is going to be,
1: it doesn't bright. surprise me. Yeah. yeah. But there's winning and then there's winning the way he did this year. Yeah. Right. And then there's conceding nine goals. So like, he's definitely got something absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see it's, it's, I will say it's one thing to do it once you do yeah. that twice. It's a yeah. whole like look at Jurgen Klopp, right? Jurgen Klopp came in and dominated the premier league one year later. We're not really having that conversation, but it's definitely worth having the conversation about. Yeah. I think, uh,
2: I think an interesting, uh, conversation, and this would all be speculation is that I I think a lot of people would imagine that Steven Gerrard's end game is to one day manage Liverpool. Okay. If, if we, if we continue with that theory, does he continue, does he continue staying at Rangers or does he make his way down to the prem with a different side and then go to Liverpool? Like does he continue? in the in in in, in the
1: i don't know game. if i want liverpool if i'm steven gerrard i mean i'm right? not saying that happens like now or next season or like you know three seasons from now but like zidane is a good example of this right like someone who's gone in he's not really performed as high of a caliber as he was a player as a coach and then all of a sudden your legacy is tarnished you're better off going into just classifying
2: different- this season real madrid won three champions league titles back to back to back
1: did they yeah, yeah.
0: no, Steve. Back <laughs> <I> check, Ben. <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> off on that one. I mean, Zidane was.
2: I mean, obviously Ronaldo still being at the club and, and right. what, what have you not, but Zidane was it, it, imperative with that. I mean, he it was hand in hand with under Zidane's reign with that. For I don't know. Reason. I don't think he did all three of them, but I think he was there for two of them, two of that back to back.
1: I don't know. I, I'm thinking more along the lines of like the... If the, you think
2: like this season or Frank like Frank
1: Lampard kind of Like I get what you're saying. I, get, career, I do get what you're saying. At the same time, I probably should have looked in to see how uh, Real Madrid were performing he's with been, the day he's been. He's <laughs> been class.
2: <laughs> I think it's easy because it's Real Madrid and every time Real Madrid has like a, a loss or two, it's a crisis yeah, and everyone starts calling for like the head of whoever's in charge. But when you truly do look at like the statistics and the win percentage that they have under Zidane... It's it, – it, the guy is class, and he produces results. He's getting the most out of them. He's getting the – I think he is getting the most out of them. I think that they are coming up to well, – while they're in, in the midst of a transition period, that's going to be a very uh, not pleasant band-aid to pull off um, because there's just so many icons in that side that are now on the on the other side of 30, and I just don't know who how they're going to replace them. But that's not my pig, not my farm. So I don't have – I mean <laughs> – that's, it's going to be interesting how that how that how that plays out. Um, last thing I wanted to mention, uh, kind of somewhat tying uh, Celtic to Newcastle, was I did see uh, rumored with the um, Eddie Howe is still consi- consistently being rumored to take over uh, at Celtic, but I have also seen Rafa Benitez's name getting thrown in there, and I think once you let that marinate for a second. That that would make some sense. I mean, Newcastle, albeit is not Scotland, but geographically, weather-wise, it's similar. Yeah. Um, and I and Rafa proved to be, I would say, a success at Newcastle. Uh, he walked away, I think, because what he wasn't getting backed. He wasn't getting backed by the board, right? He wasn't getting the money and the support he needed.
0: Exactly. Yep.
2: So I think if he had a board that it, if because we have a new C, we have a new board now at, at at Celtic with a new CEO. With that comes some new, some new fresh faces, a whole hopefully a new sense of direction, a new 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 goals to shoot for. If Rafa can get the backing that he needs, I think that would also be very interesting, especially the whole Rafa used to manage Steven Gerrard dynamic. Oh. With Rafa Benitez in charge. Young grasshopper. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think that would be a very interesting... Uh, that would sell some tickets, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, I would be interested in uh, rooting for Celtic a little bit if uh, if Rafa went there. I think that...
1: I'd like Lamps. <laughs> I think that would be so fun to watch, Lamps against Jared. Yeah, I just think that the tale of it, just that continues, right? Like that was a dynamic matchup back in the day. Mm -hmm. Make it relevant again. And then who'd you say to bring into the mix too, Alex? It was pretty funny last week. Um, Owen Hargraves. Oh, yeah, Um, Owen
0: Hargraves. Yeah, yeah. just make him like the the coach of Aberdeen or Hearts or something. But
1: I, I do think, you know, at some point, Jared's going to want to come into the Premier League, but why not have your glory for a couple of years? Especially mm-hmm. if Europa goes well for him. That's what know? I'm
2: saying. Does he go straight to Liverpool when he does make the move? No, or I don't think else? he's. I,
1: it's tough, right? Like I, I, I'm standing, sticking to my guns. Like I don't think he's going to go back to Liverpool. Wow. I think he might go to like a, a mid-level team. Like that's a roll of the dice. Unless he does it again for a couple of years, and then he can go wherever he wants.
2: Yeah, he probably manage like Everton or
1: something. That, definitely not Everton. but uh, <laughs> Could you imagine? No, the fires in the streets.
0: <laughs> or if he goes to Chelsea, like he manages Chelsea, because uh, you know during his career there was that whole right <laughs> point really in time when he was him in a be... different
1: team, though. Can you exactly, exactly, world. exactly? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: it's a uh, it's a difficult one
2: to paint. I mean, it's at some point it's like it's almost like the Jose Mourinho kind of thing for me. It's like. He's done so many different teams. Like he came up at Barcelona, but he's Real Madrid. He's 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 yeah. coached at Real Madrid. He's done Tottenham. He's done Chelsea. He's done Man United. He's done, I mean, it's like the allegiance thing. He's like, you just, just paycheck, paycheck. just do that paycheck, do the best I can. You're gonna pay me. Okay, you're not, okay, you don't like me. All right, next one. Okay, it's like, I don't think Steven Jerry would operate like that though, but I don't know yeah. the guy.
0: Yeah, he seems seems to be a stable kind of person. <laughs> um Ben just to bring up Zidane, uh he is vowing that Madrid will fight to the end in the title race. Uh I was looking at the the Spanish Premier League and they're in third place right now behind Barcelona. Uh, yeah, they just tied then, Atletico today. Yeah, exactly.
2: Big, Big Ben's coming up with an 88th minute, minute yeah. equalizer.
0: Yeah. Um and then breaking news from Spain as well. There was that election today uh from Barcelona.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Joan Laporta is on pace to remain as the club's top executive what yeah
1: there's no way he's gonna get re-elected that's bizarre right like
0: I mean all, he kind of did the uh he had like a strongman argument where he was like if uh if I'm not re-elected then all of our big players are gonna go he was like Messi's gone yeah Everybody's I didn't see gone. that
2: if I go they go <laughs> yeah what a exactly
0: move. Ben let's look at Italy
2: I was just pretty, looking at that. So. Yeah. real quick, real quick before yeah. we before we jump oh, to that, yeah. I just want to go over so Real Madrid have won the Champions League. They won it recently in 2014 and then the three P that I'm talking about, 2016, 2017 and 2018. Zidane was in charge from all of them. He took over from 16, six, 16 yeah. 17, 18 and then he left and then uh came back in 2019. Took a vacation. <laughs> So I mean the, the 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 parts were there. I think it was Car- under Carlo Ancelotti in 2014 is when yeah. uh, they won at that time. But Zidane just amplified that
1: over you three think the years. fans are frustrated with the performance. You know, back home in Spain. Uh, you mean with with Madrid? Yeah, I mean they. Won I, it, I think
2: much. Madrid fans are so spoiled, and yes. they're just so used to winning that when something when something when they're not winning something that they just start yanking their hair out uh, a bit too much, to be honest. I think a lot of managers get uh, get axed way too soon because of that. Like, right. they get some unjust, unreal treatment, the managers sometimes, at Real Madrid. Um, but, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I think the fans are – they're not winning spectacularly. Like, we are still doing – Real Madrid are still doing well in – The table, It the the title is still well within reach. We just tied the title, the the first place. It's just that they're not doing it spectacularly. That's what Real Madrid is used to being.
1: Real Madrid haven't finished below fourth since 2000. Like exactly, that's ridiculous. It's 21 years in the top four. (laughs) Exactly, that is wild.
2: And you just get they just get so complacent and used to that 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 becomes the norm. That is the standard. That's the bar. So anything below that is like.
1: And if you just cycle through like the the golden boot,
2: it's such good players. Yeah. Yeah. It's unreal. Uh, But Real Madrid fans upset me sometimes as to how quickly Too high
1: expectations.
2: Yeah. Way too high of expectations. I understand that at a club like Real Madrid, you are, you know, arguably the biggest club in the world. I understand. I understand the argument for having high expectations, but
1: teams dip. Teams take it, take it down a notch,
2: yeah, sort
1: of. yeah, so yeah, so shifting gears back over to Italy, um, on this trip that never ends, right? Um, AC Milan, I'll go we're over to Italy yeah, now. <laughs> AC Milan have a game in hand. uh, the, the league looks the same way as it did a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about it. Your top three are Inter AC and Juventus, you got Roma, uh, Roma and Atalanta chasing them with Napoli just behind them. It does look like Juventus are going to be a little too far off uh, to get in the mix, but hopefully inter take a, you know, drop a couple points while AC Milan are playing without uh granddaddy's latin. Um, so, you know, it, it's all, it's all there to be played for you. Do have a title title race going on in Italy? Um, and that's pretty much where we are in the wonderful land of Italy.
0: Uh, okay. Ben, you ready for me? We've we've gone around the world. We know where we are. We're back here now.
1: But where 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 in are, the world is somebody? Where are they now? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Now. Like now, where are they? <laughs> yes. The real question is, is is Steven bad enough of a mood to break his current form of dominating the where are they now? <laughs>
0: I mean, it was world record pace uh, last week. It was about two minutes I don't know if I'm ever going to beat that.
1: I called someone and bitched about that, just so you guys know. This guy is an encyclopedia of scrubs. Like, he doesn't know the good ones, but he knows the ones that were supposed to be good and are terrible. I called somebody who was flexing about it. (laughs) But any of you that are listening that are on the list of people we covered, I wasn't talking about you. I'm talking about the other guys. Um, So to start off with, I decided to change it up a little bit because... It wasn't working and Steve was winning. So instead of uh, you know announcing what is it called their astrology sign or whatever it is, I want to tell you that this football player's birthstone is Topaz.
0: Beautiful stone.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's, it's glorious, it's kind of gold looking. Um, you know, that means it's a november November baby. Um, and with that being said, this uh, football player. He's a where are they now, and take it away, Steve and Alex. Alex gets two extra questions because I'm not Well, you, would,
2: you used to – okay, used all right, right, all. right, all right.
0: <laughs> No hints at all this time. Okay, did they yeah, play no in Yeah, no hints
1: at all, just are, throw zero.
0: Just throw them in the deep end. Are they currently playing?
2: Yes. That was my first question. Are they
0: playing in the Premier League? No. Okay. Have they played in the Prem
1: before? Yes. Currently playing. They played in several countries. Mm.
0: They're playing in continental Europe right now. Did they right also, this
1: second? I don't know where they are right this second. Did they,
2: did they also used to... Oh, never mind. They're currently playing.
1: Never mind. They are currently playing. They are playing in currently in one of the Americas. Oh. Hang on. Did he used they to play for United?
2: Did he used to play for United?
1: Yes. Did he used to be a strike partner with Wayne Rooney? uh close enough for me to say yes but the answer is no to your question on that one but if it's who you're thinking of carry on is it carlos tevez no thank god <laughs> <laughs> win. i don't even care no matter who it is it's a made-up player
0: are <laughs> you they argentinian real Steve,
1: you're so stupid they're not argentinian they are european oh okay mm-hmm. you know what made me think was uh you're well, close he's not. though Wait, who's close? What do you mean? Steve, you were, you weren't close with your guess, but you were close with your uh, methodology there. <laughs> okay. He's a
2: European player, and he's currently playing. In South America, is that what you said, or in the Americas? It... Yes, the the Northern America. He's so he's in so he's in North America. Okay. Uh, he used I'll to cow. play for
1: United. Nope. He used to play for United. Is this Chicharito? No, no, he's. uh That's a good, good guess though. Oh, he's um, a European, though. I oh, would oh. consider this individual much more of a winger than a striker, but he is an attacking winger. He's European. No, he's thirty-four. European. He is always going to be someone's shadow. Nani. Yep. Wow.
2: Well, oh, that's sad. That that's the thing that made me get it. <laughs> this man, will, <laughs> this, this man will always remain in somebody's shadow.
1: <laughs> yes. Ah, ah Nani, dead on, and, and did the the trick. Started his career at Sporting, uh, seven, eight years, st- um, period of time over at Man United. Back to Sporting on, uh, on loan. Went over to Fernabatch, then Valencia, and now he. No, he went back to Sporting again from Lazio, and is uh, currently playing for Orlando City. He's got 49 appearances with uh, 18 goals. He's 34 years old. Um, most recently played for Portugal in 2018. He's had a pretty good career. In he's fairness. been doing pretty well for Orlando, to be honest. He's, yeah. um He's. I mean, he's not like won a title or
2: nothing
0: like that, but he's done. He's done fairly well.
1: I mean, 18 goals and 49 appearances as yeah. a winger is pretty impressive. Yeah. Like how you said um,
0: he's playing in one of the Americas, Florida could be counted as one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I could say that. I live there.
2: <laughs> Comp, comment below if you got it before us. Right. Let us know. <laughs> Probably not though. Yeah. I was close, man. I mean, obviously different played with Tevez. Was, yeah, that was the same. I was like right like
1: Yeah. I was in that starting eleven. <laughs> same era. Carlos Tevez is a whole different story for a whole different day. I think he's still still playing, though. I think so.
0: Does he he still do the uh, the somersault when he scores?
2: I don't know, and I don't even know about the somersault that you're talking about.
0: He would. uh, It would be like. um, I mean, I think of it as Obafemi Martins when he played for Newcastle. You know, he just does the full like tuck and roll in the air and like every time he does it you wince a little bit cuz you're like please land please land don't break your ankle
1: <laughs> Mart- martins
0: yeah. like i got was, like was something
1: else tevez was owned by his agent do you guys know remember that story coming out no what dude te- all right we're going to have to fact check this as we go so someone start typing but carlos tevez's agent at one point in time owned the like usually an agent represents someone it was like a Britney Spears esque agency where like Carlos oh. Tevez's agent, everything went through the agent, and Tevez got a cut. Yeah, and it was so backwards, but it was to the point that like he had to play games because his agent told him to. Yeah. Not because of the club. Like he was also told when he can't play as well by his agent because of the way that contract was written up.
0: Wasn't that he when got, he went to uh, West Ham?
1: Up. Yeah. Like there was a and whole it was deal a with whole that thing. Yeah. It was West Ham City. You, it was f- why he went from United to City. Is yeah. the agent said you're moving? Sorry, here you go, and didn't give him a say in it. And it had to do with like I, I remember they were questioning the ethics of because it was like he owned the player, and it just did not make sense to me. But it was legal where it took place. Have you ever seen the Dave Chappelle uh,
2: the Dave Chappelle stand up part where Dave Chappelle talks about like having like a pal from like somebody he doesn't know but he takes him to every business meeting when he's signing contracts. And he just looks at the guy who comes from like the streets and just has like very streetwise. looks at him. And if he's like, nah, don't sign that. He just doesn't sign it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he called him. he referenced that person as Mr. Mittens. Carlos Tevez needs a Mr. Mittens. It's <laughs> like in those business meetings he has a contract, they hold this whole thing with the agent, that whole relationship on the table in front of him. He just takes a glance over guy just shakes his head. Carlos Tevez pushes it back. Not not happening. Not for me. Mr. Mitten says, no, I'm out. <laughs> was it? It was Mac mittens. <laughs> Mac mittens. That's what it was. Mac mittens.
1: Mac mittens. <laughs> his mittens. Mittens was a kitten. No. Yeah, <laughs> so today you got a twofer. You got Nani. And then, uh, Tevez just kind of slid in there as well. Tevez currently playing for his childhood club at Boca juniors. So he were nice. still playing as well. Um, Nani is dominating over at Orlando city. Um, and Steve, uh, Sorry, but today wasn't your day, and I'm going to gloat about that for another seven days. Everyone has their day.
0: <laughs> Not his day. It still took him probably it's... three and a half minutes. It wasn't that bad.
1: <laughs> I know. He still got it pretty quickly. It's just it wasn't in under 30 seconds. Yeah. just saying it might be Asia, it might be Europe, and right. him knowing exactly who that was. Yeah.
0: I thought he was going to get it, though. I, when he said Tevez, I was like, oh, <laughs> here we go. Yep,
1: that was, that was pretty close. You had <laughs> I, me. Yeah, I'd be nervous. You yeah. were asking all the right questions. United, yes.
0: This segment may come own. to an end.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rage quit by Ben. Uh.
1: Yeah. And Ben left the show. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, let's move on to our other segment, our Trash Takes of the Week. Uh, for a little recap, Ben, how did we do last week? Not too bad, right?
1: I just didn't pay attention to you guys and listen to myself because, yep. you know, I, Mom always said, hey, you got to believe in yourself. Um, I think we went – what did i think we went one for three that's good mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty good pretty good for us you know usually it's over three so yeah
0: 33 yeah. percent batting pretty well um let's look ahead we, we, from what we, <laughs> we, we, we want from uh march 12th friday on down through let's go to next monday march 15th what are you guys looking at i want to see big sam get a result over uh crystal
2: palace that'd be kind of fun
1: yeah that'd
2: be that'd be spicy um Leeds, chelsea i would first half of the season i would have been back in leeds a lot more now it's like mm, is there still gas in the tank at I Leeds? Know. i don't
1: i don't know i don't see tuchel dropping points i think tuchel's got something good going on yeah two chains doing doing Some things. big thing so let me
2: look go ahead to the f- oh hmm. north london derby nil nil <laughs> 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 uh, um uh we got wolves liverpool united versus west ham leicester versus sheffield southampton brighton um i I think what was that first uh west brom i think i'm taking west brom
1: over palace Palace. yeah that's a good shout i uh... think
2: that is not too far outside the realm of possibility
1: Ben, where are you looking? Yeah,
2: that's what I'm taking.
0: Yep.
1: I'm going uh, – I don't Yep. know if this is really a, a trash take, but I think Tottenham are going to beat Arsenal pretty comprehensively. Mm, so not nil-nil. No, I think <laughs> Tottenham are scoring goals, man.
2: <laughs> They're going to beat them, but it was still nil-nil.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: they dominated the <laughs> no game.
2: <win>. Still nil-nil.
0: <laughs> Be nil-nil no, no to the 85th minute, and then somebody will score.
2: <laughs> Basically nil-nil. Gareth Bale's side, little tangent here. Gareth Bale is starting to make a name for himself at Tottenham. Telling you, starting to make
1: a case of. They're letting him play. It's just putting him on the field. I think you know. I think that's why I'm looking at that game though, is I think Bale's firing on all cylinders. Harry Kane's got less people marking him because of it. And song song right, like that they've got the players for it. I think Arsenal are slightly overrated. So I'm going ahead and going to call Tottenham over Arsenal by more than one goal. All right. Yeah. yeah. Lock it in.
0: Ready for the real trash take of the week.
1: Taking Fulham over City.
0: Taking Fulham over City. I knew it. <laughs> they're riding the high. They're riding the high. They've beaten the, the the former champions. Now they're gonna beat the current 2B champions. <laughs> All on their All right. way to get that, that out of relegation. If that
2: happens, I can only imagine that Lloyd Griffiths, that Premier League fan reaction. I can only imagine the Fulham fan reaction. Yes, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> You can
0: only imagine what that would be like uh, <laughs> scott parker in his uh in his jacket from h&m that's way too tight to go around the top of his other jacket i don't know if you guys saw that on on twitter uh over the weekend that was a, a big topic of discussion um uh, him and steve deich can uh go swap wardrobes but uh yeah i'm I'm taking it you know what I, i'm just all in for for frulham just Let's, let's put an end to us, our misery at Newcastle. We know what's coming, <laughs> so they might as well ride all the way up out of the, the bottom three in style and beat Man City. A
1: nice 1-0. I mean, I'm here for it. United, you know, I, think, I do think there's something to be said for City g- are going to give up more points. If they do give up these points in the next week or so, it's going to make the end of the Premier League season mm-hmm. absolutely electric. Um, on the flip side, I, I'm also here for Newcastle tanking. That's part of part of the fun.
2: If Sheffield, wait, wait, oh no, no, not Sheffield.
0: Sorry, never mind. You said Fulham. My fault. Yeah. Let me Google something real quick. Are Sheffield mathematically <laughs> relegated? Ten games, thirty
2: points are available. Know, for some now. reason, I was thinking it was Sheffield versus City, and I was like, if Sheffield get
1: a result against City,
2: Chris Wilder's going to change his middle name to three five two.
1: Sheffield, there's 30 points on the table, right? We got th- nine games left, so there's 27 points that could be had. That would put them at 31 points, which would put them ahead of Newcastle right now.
0: So technically, they aren't. <laughs> You're no. saying
1: there's a chance. Yeah, there's two or three <laughs> games away from it being locked in stone, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I think everybody knows <laughs> that it's that it's coming, but still.
1: I, I will say, I heard Chris Wilder in an interview the other day. Yeah. And like they pretty much were like, so you're uh, bottom of the Premier League. He goes, Yeah, you know, but we are trying to have a little bit of class with it and keep our heads up. So we'll, we're going to be out there. We're going to try to get three points and earn some respect back. And I was just like, oh, what a what a guy. I'm really rooting on you, Chris Wilder. That 3-5-2 uh, is not working, but I really want you to do better.
0: So pretty much admitting that they, uh, they've they been relegated. Yeah. That's a way He's to like, we're,
1: screwed. <laughs> uh, we're going down. but We're having fun. We're going to have fun the rest of the season. The yeah. sun's shining. It's a good day. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: Uh, oh, that's right. He was on like a a radio interview, like a local radio interview, and he was like complaining about the referees, which is kind of funny for like the team that's like very bottom of the league. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, they won't have to put up with us much longer. So, <laughs> Dang. He said that? Yeah. <laughs> There'll it's be another promoted attitude. team who comes into the division and gets their poor decisions that were on the, that we are on the end of right now.
2: I wonder <laughs> what the Sheffield board is like thinking when they see that they're just like, I don't know okay. if they're like fuming or just like, ha. Yeah. He's not wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Right.
2: <laughs> this guy. <laughs>
0: right. Yes. He, he's our leader. We love him.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's in charge. We put him there. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> league one looks pretty good though alex peter united got two games in hand and they're tied top of the league that's brilliant yeah
0: yeah i'm yeah. looking uh i know we were talking about league two as well uh cambridge united cheltenham town yeah cheltenham town coming up you know a couple games ahead. hand they're uh they're on top now of cambridge but i think the gap between like first and 10th place yeah it's still just 12 points between first and 10th place right now which is pretty incredible uh if you're watching at all so ben recap our uh, trash takes and then let's take us away
1: oh where to start like there's just so many trash takes to start and discuss <laughs> and cover all three of them um i have to pull up the games again because i changed screens to look at uh peterborough united's current form but that's okay <laughs> i know that you took fulham over man city which is i i wouldn't consider it a trash take i think it's just general knowledge at this point Um, which led me to take Tottenham over Arsenal. Um, Tottenham scoring lots of goals, goals in bunches. And then Steve, as always, having his faith in his boys, West Brom. Big Sam. Wants to see Big Sam pulling over Crystal Palace and uh, make the bottom three, bottom four interesting again.
2: We're going to change this segment from
1: Jash Takes to just general knowledge. Common sense. (laughs) Common sense. The common sense with Ben, Alex, and Steve was the original <laughs> name of this podcast. Uh, it was copyright infringement, apparently, um, and just,
0: just a lie. That was that was more what it was. The lawyers got involved and said you can't you can't lie to the people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, little what, did they know. What do you mean? <laughs> MacMan is cool with it. What do you mean?
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> meow meow <laughs> <Yeah>. meow meow. <laughs> All right.
1: So we covered the Chappelle show. Yeah. Uh, where are they now? And guys, this is where I'm going to just do our sign off and say, thank you for listening. Um, if you made it this far, congrats. You beat probably about 5,000 other people. Um, and uh, just say a silent prayer for Steve and his feelings. And uh, someone should probably do a mental health wellness check on him. Um, Cause Rangers have done the unthinkable and are continuing to do big things. And uh, I think Man Manu uh, Man and AC Milan was a fix. So you have that knowledge to go with and we appreciate all of your time. And again, if you haven't told four or five people and smashed the like button so hard that you cracked the screen, uh, we're not friends. So like, subscribe, share, and thank you. And goodbye, Rip Celtic. We'll
2: come back next season.
1: and in a row starts,
2: starts again.